Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Especially when you don't burn it like you used to all the time The cookies are really good but I think I'm diabetic now The wallet is empty and needs some cash to get some gas Have Mother's Day, it's a day for all the mothers To make them feel special music you always reach back and I get it. dig a little deeper and that was it that, that the song ends, Doug, uh, the think. editing there certainly mm -hmm. left yeah they kind of just wrapped it up yeah just the, the uh, one thing stop. about a bad song live is it's a bad song it's live mm -hmm. you know but like this is recorded they listened to it and like then released let's it. go with it so yeah. like four people will listen to that and go yep we nailed it pretty good very good. Mm. That's the Ryan Kelly morning after. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios. It's our uh, Maggie O'Brien's 9 o'clock hour coming up at 9.45. We're giving away two tickets to Adam Sandler for our uh, design air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Uh, that is 9.45. Then Jackson and I are going to go down the hallway, and we'll you know we'll deal with the situation as, as well as Well, you have it handed to you. We will. Jackson, what do we have on the itinerary today for Balloon Party, driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota? Jackson, Jackson, he's not there, Tim. <laughs> Ken's not here. No, Jackson's not there. KG No Town is here. Right. He's in the studio. Just ready to step in if someone doesn't show up. Right. What's up? Uh, what is on the itinerary for balloon party? Wide berth Thursday. Oh wow! Hmm. You can go deep diving. Yep, and I, uh, I prevent you know uh, what I call it today. Jackson's thought-provoking Thursday. Kind of fun with alliteration. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I'll tell you what, those Balloon Party listeners are beside themselves about Jackson. <laughs> and his fatuation for the NBA? No, well, that, that, that was that was 2022's storyline. 2023's is that Jackson uh, is going to be sharing a room in bed with Lisa Ann. Oh, they found out about it there, did they? Well, I brought it up, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and are they in favor of it or again it? I uh, do not believe it's real. Yeah, oh. that would be the consensus, I guess. And then, uh, you know, immediately when someone has to realize it's real, it's then bash the person. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to take at least one photo in your 90s to prove that this is really happening? Not a bad idea. Yeah. 
I guess I, I don't have a jammy set, but I could get one today. Yeah. I'm going to Nordstrom Rack anyways. A little flannel suit of clothes to go to bed. <laughs> In Jamaica, where it's 90 <laughs> degrees. KG, take Iggy's chair while he's out. You'll provide more content in five minutes than Iggy will for the next hour. It's from Grant Wistrom. That you remember him, great. number 98? Yeah. Grant Wistrom. Oh, yeah. He was a heck of a player. First round right. pick out KG of the Nebraska. KG Town, are you uh, interested in taking Iggy's chair? See what the reaction would be. The Bears been poked a little bit recently. I'm oh, you're, you're regretting poking the bear? Not regretting, but, I'm, you know, I want to extend that olive branch. The goal is to get hired here, not to poke and prod at him. I don't wow, know if the, pie, I don't know if the diagram, wow. if it's one and the same, but... You're a big picture yeah. guy. I'm not kind of make an, enemies. Kind of an adult approach to things. Yeah. I'm not used to that. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable with that. Yeah. How do we handle that? Jeez, maybe it won't fit in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like that. Okay. I don't like wise answers. <laughs> uh, Doug, Aaron Goldsmith was reported by Jeff Jones of the Belleville News Democrat to be the favorite to replace Dan McLaughlin on the Cardinal telecast. Yeah. 24 hours later, Chip Carey got the job. Right. What happened? Uh, Aaron Goldsmith did a detailed uh, interview with uh, Seattle Sports. And uh, in the interview, uh, he gave his explanation. He said, I'm sure everyone listening can relate to something like this in their life where you kind of need some form of test to put your feelings up against it to really know how you feel about something. There's certainly a lot of things that we all take for granted in life until you realize that they might be gone. And when I flew out of, when I flew out to St. Louis, so he flew to St. Louis. Oh, he was here? Yeah. When I flew out to St. Louis and talked with the Cardinals and talked with the television station there, Valley Sports Midwest, uh, it didn't feel like I thought it would feel. Or maybe more accurately, like I needed it to feel for me to leave Seattle. Perhaps he saw the bankruptcy attorney circling <laughs> around the Valley's office. They're screwed, man. Mm -hmm. He went on to say, truthfully, when it came down to it, if I pursued that job further, it would be for all the wrong reasons. It would be for fame and for money. And those are horrible, horrible reasons to take a job, especially when we have everything we need here. We have a home here. We love it here. Our children love it here. And most importantly, I get extreme professional satisfaction from doing what I do for the Mariners. And I've become so attached to the community and to the team. This is home. It's that simple. This is my home. And I am thrilled by that. Uh, he says he was so thrilled that the, or grateful that the Mariners took a team, uh, took him out of obscurity 10 years ago when he was a AAA broadcaster in Rhode Island, and that this has developed like it has and blossomed and it has, and clearly the love is mutual. My love for this team and this fan base, and it seems by and large vice versa, is such a fulfilling thing and means so much to me and my family, and it was a hard thing to do. You know, I had conviction. My heart knew that this was the right choice, but to tell your boyhood team that just happens to be kind of a pinnacle job in this industry, so he's calling the cardinal job a pinnacle job in the industry, that you are no longer interested and you are removing your name from consideration, that was not easy. But I knew that I was doing it for the right reasons and that I wouldn't truly be happy. This is where I'm happy, and ultimately, as we all know, I have to live my life for what fulfills me and what my heart tells me is right, and it was clear that that is here. And I'm very, very grateful that I have those feelings and can acknowledge them and was able to act on them because I have great peace with that. How about that? Yeah. Pretty well, good, good answer there. Yeah. yeah. Tip of the cap. Sounds like he's very happy, did what's right for he and his family. His, his kids, I'm sure, don't know St. Louis. His kids are Seattleites, and if they're happy there, and if that organization gave him... Uh, that job when no one else would, I could see where the loyalty thing comes in too. Sounds like he made the right decision. Tim can probably talk about this with the New York thing, but uh, I did that when I was offered the job in ESPN. 
I was going to make. No, no we're money. not talking about your job. Oh my we're God! About can, can I tie this into? Can I tie this into what he said? Okay. To say ahead. that I I understand what he's going through. <laughs> okay. I would have made more money at ESPN, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't have been happy living in Bristol. I'd have been thousands of miles away from my family. I couldn't just get in a car. And would come you have home lived in Bristol, hi. or would you have lived like Hartford or something? Um, no, Bristol probably. I couldn't afford to live in Rhode Island or wherever. Those other people live on the beach, like Dan Patrick had a house on the beach. Um, well, he's a big star. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I would have made more money, but I still would have had to live in Bristol, probably had a roommate. Um, but the fact is I was happy in St. Louis. The grass is I, not always greener on the other side. I would have had to leave my family. And Tim, I mean, you had reasons why you didn't take the New York job. It was offered to you. You said no. Yeah. Um, it, I didn't. I remember when I went up and auditioned for that job. I started typing scripts, and I hadn't typed scripts since we worked together, Doug, in oh, 2005, yeah. and I left KMOV, and it reminded me how much I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. I like the freedom of radio, and uh, and on top of it, I'm and then I go out there and I audition. I mean, by out there, I mean out on the set, and the set's phenomenal. The, the, the backdrop of SNY's studio is Radio City Music Hall, and I didn't know that until I walked out on the set for my audition, and... Um, but I didn't think I was going to take the job when I went out to audition. So there was, there truly were no nerves because I was under the impression. Remember Brent Stover? Sure. I called him Bram Stoker, but mm -hmm. he was on when it was Fox Sports Midwest. Right. Doing play-by-play -play now, some college hoops. Yeah, I believe so. And so we were in touch about it. Uh, I don't know if he's still with the same agent, but we had the same agent at the time. And he was telling me what he thought it would pay and it wasn't going to be enough to get me to move. Uh, especially to live in New York City or, yeah. or you know, whatever, Hoboken or Brooklyn, whatever. And so I'm like, I'm not going to take it anyway, but they've invited me up here and I'll, I'll just go through with the audition. I'm only here for two nights and I'll come back to St. Louis. And then when they offered it, it actually was more money than I thought it was going to be. But when I was ad-libbing highlights of like the, at the time, the New Jersey Nets and like the Jets training camp, up, or, you know, where the Jets would be in training camp. I'm just like, that's not why I got into this stuff. I didn't get into this stuff because I'm I'm looking to go to ESPN or New York City or L.A. I got into it because I love the Cardinals. That's why, not, you know, when this time has gone on, I love for the Blues and St. Louis sports as a whole. But that's why I got into it. And so I can relate to what he's saying with regards to that. And it just depends on what your your, your personal preference is. So somebody being ambitious... And wanting to climb the ladder and Leaves using... Me out. What's that? Leaves me out. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, there are plenty of people in television. I, well, I don't know about television now because it's so different. But in broadcasting, who will use... I think college sports is actually a better analogy. That the jobs are stepping stones. Now, the schools or the fans of those schools, when those are used as stepping stones, they don't like that. But that's a better analogy now because very rarely... I don't know. I guess it could happen. Kevin Burkhart was at SNY at the same time I would have been there. He was the Mets uh, sideline guy. And he's obviously ascended to a hell of a position with Fox. Greg Amsinger went from... Do you know where Amsinger was before MLB Network? Since No, I don't. Since mm -mm. You remember him interning with us at KMOV? I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, just briefly. Yeah. You know, he was only there. I usually went home about... 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah. I missed a lot of the interns who came in to yeah. log games. Remember they... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> their job was to watch games and, and write down the time, time code. the time home run was hit. Or CBS College Sports Network. That's where he was before also because uh -huh. he would have worked with them. 
But where was he before then? If D, I mean, I'm not putting uh, him in the spot yet. Because you just don't pop up on CBS College Sport Network. Play-by-play broadcaster for the now-defunct River City Renegades, which is an indoor football. And then that, I'm just reading his Wikipedia here, so there might be something missing. There's usually, you know, in my case, yeah. it was Little Rock. In Doug's case, it was Rochester. Yeah. There's usually a couple of those, you know, A-ball, double-A-ball kind of stops along the way. But when a big operation like ESPN brings you in and courts you and offers you a job, it's hard to say no, I'm sure. It is, because especially you know, in my case, I have an agent, so obviously he wants his cut, and I that I don't go, oh, you're wrong. I get it. You've worked in you know, and I, and I turned it on a job in Denver the year before, so he was already a little irritated with me um, because he thought I would never leave St. Louis. And I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I just didn't want to also, the thought was, and this is just really getting into the weeds of it, they didn't send anybody with us to look for places. And so me and my wife are just looking around Manhattan on our own. Mm-hmm. It, it Thinking you're going to live on Park Avenue or, or where? It didn't matter. I could have lived. And I, I remember looking. You can see it when you see videos or pictures of lower Manhattan. Uh, super tall building, and it's called Battery City Park or Battery Park City. Uh, it's, it was just to the north west of the World Trade Center. Um, and at the time, this was 2007, it's still a hole in the ground. Yeah. You know, they're building, but it, you know the Freedom Tower wasn't built. And I remember looking at it. I had some buddies who worked at MTV from St. Louis who lived there, and they were showing me some places. And they go, God, there's a place on the 45th floor available. Wait till you see this. You've got to jump on this thing. And I remember going in there and looking at it, and it truly reminded me of a dorm dorm room at the University of Missouri. Yeah. That's what it reminded me. And I believe it was $4,000 a month. Ah. And they're, and But to them, that was like a great thing and a great deal. Yeah. And it's renting on top of it. Imagine if you had a $4,000 yeah. mortgage. You're just burning it every month. Yeah. And so there was that element to, I thought my wife would have to work if we were going to live in Manhattan. And if I'm working until, because I would have been anchoring after Mets games, uh, then I would never see my wife. And so I thought that that wouldn't be good for our marriage. Uh, I thought if we were going to, I didn't want to, but no, if they would have maybe showed me around like Brooklyn or Hoboken, where I think a lot of people would live, I mean, living in Manhattan is a totally different, that's like living in Huntley, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a different thing. But Plus a crazy cuckold scene there. Oh, Manhattan's a crazy cuckold yes, scene? Yes, yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Iggy, were you aware that's a crazy cuck scene in Manhattan? Oh. Around Sinatra's area. Who? Sinatra's area in Hoboken. Hoboken? Oh, I thought that's Across the Hudson? But Hoboken's the cuck area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. So, maybe. so that that was a bigger thing, and also, and I told this story the other day, actually, cause somehow. Oh, don't f with happiness, Steve Berthume. Do you remember him? He was on yeah. Sports Center, mm-hmm. and I think he's the Diamondbacks broadcaster. And he was the one who I would have been replacing. And I got on the phone with him, and I asked him about it, and he goes, "Are you happy?" And at the time, my wife was in Clarkson Jewelers looking for something for I don't know if it was a birthday or whatever the hell it was. And so I'm just in the parking lot on the phone with him, like deciding whether or not to leave. And I go, I'm going, I'm in, you know, in a parking lot. I don't understand. He goes, are you happy with your situation right now? And I go, yeah, I am. He goes, never F with happiness. And I, and I still, it's been 15 years, and I still think of that as kind of a, yeah. a, a pro tip. So sometimes one of the things that like when people on social media want to crap on, whether it be me or you or whomever, Martin, you know, take your pick of whoever's in St. Louis and go, oh, those guys couldn't get out of St. Louis. I know, I mean, you were in a bigger market anyway. You absolutely could have. You, you don't have the personality to acknowledge that you could have, but I know you could have. I'm sure, they're not doubt my mind, Martin Kilcoin could have. Uh, McLaughlin 
had opportunities beyond calling Cardinals games. I'm confident in that or certain of that. So sometimes you just find I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I don't need to get to New York or L.A., you know, and if that's what you the standard you want to hold it to, then so be it. Don't really give a damn. You know, who cares if you're happy? And then also sometimes when you're moving to those places, it comes with a higher cost of living. Now, I would say that's the inverse of the case here with Goldsmith. I don't know if Seattle's super expensive in relation to St. Louis, like a New York or L.A. Oh, that's crazy. Is it? It's got is it crazy. is it three times though? I mean, that's a New York. I don't know about ratio. It, 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 no way. It's Either way, point being, he's probably you know been able to put some money away, and he would therefore the dollar is going to carry him further in St. Louis. But if he's happy with the Mariners, God bless him. Yeah. You know, he's happy, and he does have kids. I didn't know if he had kids. He does have kids, and he's thirty nine. So when I was yeah. recruited to replace Pat Summerall and Al Michaels and, and later Costas. <laughs> I told the networks, I ain't leaving the garden spot of the Great Plains. Nice. And they understood that. They said, we've been to St. Louis. We can see why you wouldn't come for the network. Because the athletes, they play for the fans, not the money. You don't see that in a New York and L.A. Money. Money. That may be a better example, Tim. And we've talked about it, so I think I can just throw it at you. Is that, you know, when our contracts were up, especially your contract was up uh, at the end of last year, and we were thinking about what we're going to do, you were offered jobs that didn't entail doing TMA. And you said no, because I, I want to do TMA. So you said no to, could have been better money, I don't know, but you were happy doing TMA. You don't want to leave TMA to go do something else on another station. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so there's, I mean, you can't, but it, but it's a different thing. I don't know what age it comes, because it's different for everybody, I suppose. Maybe some. It, maybe sometimes it never comes, but you just go, okay, I'm, yeah, you, you value, you either value time more than money it's like the Chip Carey thing. I don't know if Chip Carey's making more money or not, but at 56 and having had a successful career, if he's making 10% more, that's not why you make a decision. But when you're in your 20s, that can be that can absolutely be material. And it can be in your 30s, too. It just depends on what your, your priority is. And uh, so it's just it's, it's a case-by-case thing. And Aaron Goldsmith sounds like he absolutely reasoned through it. But I was wondering, and I think some other people were wondering, how he went from being reported by the Belleville News Democrat as the favorite, and then 24 hours later he withdrew. And so this article here, or this interview, which I believe was on 710 AM Sports in Seattle, explains his thought process. Uh, He said, everything was above board. All parties knew that the Cardinals reached out to me really immediately once it came open. I was a natural candidate. And it's kind of one of those life lessons, man. On paper, I'm a perfect candidate for it. But with the way that I feel, I was able to learn after going out there and kind of putting myself through the motions with the whole thing and really thinking clearly on it, it was not for me. Um, hmm. And he said that even though he's under contract with the Mariners uh, and they had agreed to terms, uh, I guess he hasn't signed his contract, but he's under contract and they understand the program there that uh, he believes Kevin Martinez, who's their VP of Marketing Communications, would have let him out because of the fact that he's from St. Louis and it's it, that, that job has, you know, the prestige that it does. Yeah. So that's one of the things I think some people are like, well, it's St. Louis, so St. Louis isn't going to attract it. The Cardinals in the broadcasting world, that has equity even though it's only Market 21. It, for baseball broadcasting, oh yeah, that is that is, and I would agree with Goldsmith's assessment that it is considered a pinnacle job. And it seems like Goldsmith, super nice guy, don't know anything about him besides his calls. And he'll never say it, I'm sure. But like the Bailey's up in the air thing, the bankruptcy, I I, I think that had, I mean, 
And he said how appreciative he was. I, I was shocked he would turn it down being a lifelong Cardinal fan and this job is opened up to you and you're not having to do anything. They're pretty much saying, hey, come down here and give you the five-star treatment. And you stay in Seattle. I love, like, you know, you're thinking of your kids and your family first and you're maybe not a ladder climber. But that had to come into play because that is a bigger deal I think deal it's a real now. thing. I, I would actually tell you, Plowhawk, this because it was something when I was looking for my first television job. And this is the late 1990s that if you could avoid it, you avoided working for Sinclair. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about television uh, companies, ownerships. I don't even know if I knew who owned KMOV when I came to KMOV. It turned out to be Belo. I know Belo doesn't own one anymore. Uh, and I worked for a Gannett station. Gannett owned KSDK in my job in Little Rock. But once you're kind of in the biz, like now, now we know that Hubbard has a great reputation, not just saying mm-hmm. it. It was something that I was told going into this. As a matter of fact, when I was making the decision Iggy made a reference to, uh, I was told, you know, if this were this company, I would say maybe not. But since it's Hubbard, that's a great company with a, an incredible, and it does. And, and it's now that we're here a year, you can see why. Yeah. And, it, and it isn't the family-owned operations seem to be better. That's and yeah. I, it's, I wound up having a conversation about Sound Story actually with uh, with the, some of the, the corporate people when they were in, in town last week or two weeks ago. And we wound up just BSing about a bunch of stuff. Great conversation. And I said, and he goes, hey, you happy here? You enjoying it? I go, yeah. I said, I, I, people were telling us how great Hubbard was when we came here. But I was just like, ah, I've worked for corporations. They're all the same. And then you get a chance yeah, to experience it. They're not. And it can work on the good side. And it can mm-hmm. also work on the bad side. And so I'm not sure that the bankruptcy thing mattered as much, perhaps, as who you would be working for at the short term and then potentially uh, not knowing who you're going to be working for beyond it. Cause I, but, but the bottom line is he's, he's in with the Cardinals. I, I just, it's not like the Cardinals are going to fold. Yeah. He's going to be the Cardinal voice if he takes that job. I understand the thought process, but the question would be working for in the short term a company that's going through. In other words, short term that you could have some headaches there, but long-term, I don't think he has to worry about losing his job because they're in bankruptcy, but you could have some headaches because you're working for a place that's, that's on the verge of filing for bankruptcy. So, yeah, I do think that factors in. Well, DeWitt yeah. and Moselle got in charge of firing and hiring him. Am I correct on that? It's Bailey's and whoever's in charge of there the TV network? There is not sure a, a chance in hell that the Cardinals do not have the final say on who is their Well, I meant if there is new ownership, uh, not new ownership, a new television deal. You know, it went from Fox Sports to Bailey's maybe go to Bailey to something else, yeah. then my, my what I'm getting at is if it's a new television company and they want their own guys, the Cardinals don't have the final, hey, you cannot fire this dude type of authority. Am I correct? Because he is working for the network and not... Per- He's working for He's both. He's paid but by them anyway. If yeah, you're paid I, by the network, the network has a final say if you're going to be there or not. And if they want to pay your contract out and fire you, if I'm Goldsmith and I'm looking at Seattle, I could be here another 25 years, and I'm looking at St. Louis, and you could have two more television network company in that same 25-year span, mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out because it's not up to Jim become Mosaic and DeWitt and the Cardinals. Mosaic has absolutely nothing to do with it. Well, Jim because the Cardinals organization loves and wants you to do that job. They do not have the, well, the final Cardinals have say. equity in, in the company, although they're not the majority. I just and I, I recognize what you're saying. If you want just like hard operating agreement terms, the the perhaps I don't, hell, I don't know what's in the operating agreement yeah. and the agreement between them as far as the local one with Bally's and the Cardinals, but there is no way that this was not, when it's all said and done, the Cardinals call. 
And I just don't think because what Bally's is doing is that Goldsmith would be out. But um, I don't think that it's necessarily the greatest company, parent company, to work for. And that was before it wound up in the spot that it's in. And that was known when I was coming out of the University of Missouri, which usually you're just willing to take anything when you're coming out of school if you're lucky enough to get an option. But if you had an option and one was a Sinclair company and one was not, you go to the non-Sinclair company. And that was just an accepted truth at, at the time. And it's seemingly carried on for 25 years. Yeah. Well, he had a job that he liked and he didn't want to leave it. And that's what I told Ed Gorin with Fox when they kept pestering me. I said, I would rather do two and a half minutes of, of local softball and field hockey highlights and be cut 30 seconds at the end of the show because weather went too long than be involved in Shishawali events like the Super Bowl and Good World Series. That was you. me. You play for the fans and not the money. Absolutely. I work for the fans <laughs> and not for the money. When KSDK got the Cardinal games back, all the hires had to be approved by the Cardinals. I had to interview with them to produce the pre- and post-game shows on KSDK. That's coming from Larry Thornton. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they all work together. I know the guy, that, the head of it, lives about five doors down from me, Dan Farrell, who runs the uh, broadcasting. Wow. I'm sure he's in, it wasn't a humble brag. I just, <laughs> I just know that that's how they work, that the Cardinals work very much with Bally's. Very, it's very much a partnership. Neither would, would agree to hire someone that the other didn't want. Right, right. Yeah, they work together. But to Plowsy's point, you know, it's not like, you know, the Cardinals are paying Bailey's to run there. I mean, they're paying the Cardinals a billion dollars. So if you got somebody working for the Cardinals broadcast that's making four hundred thousand dollars a year, and you just you're you're a billion dollars in the hole, and you say we got to we got to save money, we got a kid down here that we know that used to work with us, we're going to pay him a hundred thousand, we just saved three hundred thousand dollars. All right, you're making six hundred fifty thousand. That we got a kid, a guy that's very good. We're going to pay one hundred fifty. If you're trying to slash, there's a chance they say we don't want these guys making this money. We got somebody we're putting in there. The Cardinals can't say you can't do that. They don't own Bailey's. We're paying you a billion dollars. We're going to make the decisions on what money we want to pay people. Not that that would happen, but the Cardinals going to say poo-poo on that. No, you're not hiring that person. We got this guy in here we like. So what? You don't own us. God, and they're billions in debt. Like, they're, they just defaulted on like a $140 million payment. Yeah. Like, they are, and this is... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there was news yesterday on it. The Diamond Sports yeah. Group is headed toward an $8.6 billion debt restructuring and bankruptcy court as it, quote, stakes its future on new direct-to-consumer streaming service, according to Smith Hudson uh, of Bloomberg News. The restructuring plan, favored by many creditors and the company itself, would see the largest lenders becoming owners, turning much of its debt into equity through a prearranged Chapter 11 process. Diamond, the largest owner of local sports channels in the U.S., is suffering from a decline in cable TV subscribers, spurring negotiations with creditors and major sports leagues about its viability as a going concern. You had to keep wondering when they were shelling out these enormous rights fees to teams. Is this just a a never-ending pot of money there? I think They gave the Cardinals like a billion dollars? This is 100% speculation, then i got to make sure we get some live reads in, and then uh, the design air heating and cooling email today, so uh, that's uh, what's coming up here momentarily, and then Jackson and I are going to get our asses ripped for a minute. Uh, But uh, I believe, especially considering what was the name or is the name of the the outlet, it's Bally's, that the thought process was that they were going to be able to integrate gambling interface and or gambling directly when they acquired the properties out yeah. of bankruptcy and or when the fire sale took place and with Missouri, you know, had a 
big big discussion yesterday on on trans and playing women's sports in Jefferson City. So they're like obviously taking care of really important things, and not <laughs> placating voters. Uh, that when that didn't get passed, uh, they uh, were sitting there going, "Oh God, we got a situation on our hands." But when they acquired them, people had already begun the, the cord cutting process. You know, maybe people who are on the older end haven't. But this process has been going on for a, a long time for people in their 20s and 30s. And so once the gambling didn't get approved, uh, that perhaps was the reason why they went out and did it. You know, it wasn't called Sinclair. It wasn't called Diamond Sports. It was called Bally's. And so I would have to think that there was a reason for that. Yeah, when they gambling. first took over, we were kind of led to believe that there was going to be nonstop gambling information while the broadcast correct. was on, but that didn't really materialize. That's, that's yeah, because they hardly broadcasted games on my TV. <laughs> uh, Doug, you could tell us about Ryan Kelly. <clears throat> yeah, well, sure. And he's trying to help you get a step up on inflation. He's got that inflation deflation program. Here's how it works. If high interest rates are keeping you on the sidelines in a search for a home, the Inflation Deflation Program from Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, will put you back in the game. After you're pre-approved with the home loan expert, they'll enroll you in their interest rate rewind program. That means your interest rate will be two full points from today's rate for the first year of your loan, then one point lower in year two. After that, your interest rate will adjust to today's current rate. And as Ryan told us on this very show yesterday, rates are coming down. Once you close on your new dream home with Ryan Kelly's team, You'll be enrolled in the VIP refi program. That way, when interest rates drop, and they are dropping now, the Home Loan Expert team will refinance your loan to the new lower rate with no fees. All you have to do is make six months of payments after your closing, and you can get locked in at that lower rate. Now, that is some VIP service. Find out more about the Inflation Deflation Program at thehomeloanexpert.com. Uh, Iggy, you have a uh, Brush Creek Valley Farms to tell the people about. Oh, I do. And if I was making a graph, like I did with the uh, people bitching. Pie chart. Mm. I was doing a pie chart of people who listen to this show that have expensive grills and love meat. It'll probably be 99%. 99% of the audience? Yes. Wow. So many posts I see of people that are cooking meat. Well, I got a place now where you can buy your meat to go with that expensive grill. Brush Creek Valley Farms. Woot! Support local. They're located in Cuba, Missouri. Delivered nationwide in insulated boxes. I got mine in about a day. So they deliver fast. Um, grass-fed, pasteurized, raised meats. Now, you can choose between a curated boxes such as a smoker box, family grill box, or the breakfast box. That's just to name a few. Or build your own box, and you can also buy in bulk. Here's what you do. We always want to save money for our listeners. Subscribe and save 10% each month. That's if you subscribe, and then you can just order what you want each month. And here's a special just for TMA listeners. Go to BrushCreekValley.com. At checkout, use promo code TMA10 for $10 off of box orders, or TMA5 if you're going to order bulk orders. And then that also, if you, if you subscribe, it carries yeah. over, so you could save as much as 20%. Depending That'd be a nice on little savings. Yeah, so support a local farm that delivers high-quality meats at competitive prices. Their meats will satisfy the largest of our Walrus group. High-quality meats for a low-brow audience. Walruses are big meat eaters? Oh, hell yes. Yeah. And they have good. I got pork chops are like 8 inches thick. Made from walruses? No, made from cows. Oh, yeah. Well, pigs. Pigs. It's a pork shop. Oh, okay. Uh, Brush Creek. <laughs> Brush Creek Valley. <laughs> well, it is, right? If it's well, a it's pork, pork Yeah, okay. 100%. Okay. Uh, Brush Creek Valley Farms. Uh, TMA checkout. Well, when you check out TMA is the promo code. You're going to save. You're going to have your order delivered quickly. And uh, you're always going to have fresh meat right there for your grilling purposes. Not I told you, I kicked, I kicked a ribeye the other night and had the best I've ever had. Really? 
Oh, it's tremendous. Yeah. Thank you to Brush Creek Valley Farms. Uh, VIP Auto Accessories, commercial van and truck upfitting. That's what they do. That's Tommy Sabolka at VIP. All local since 1979. Once employees start working there, they don't stop. They have people employed for 35 years, 41 years, 42 years, and the company's only 43 years old. VIP is part of the TMA ecosystem. They do work with Design Air and Munganast, among others. And VIP is the biggest secret in its industry. And now they are promoting their service for all the here to take advantage of the VIP quality and convenience. Uh, it's VIP Auto Accessories. Call Tommy at 314-428-3900, or you can email Tommy Sabolka at tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. It's VIP Auto Accessories, the St. Louis accessory experts. Think about that. All right. Now that, what are you thinking about it? Give us a little something to think about, I'll tell you that much. Man, in two days, we're having an orgy. I don't, I don't know that that's part of the deal. When I get home, I'm going to look at that itinerary. And see if you see anything. He says on page three. Yeah, page three is the orgy page. Okay, I'm going to check on that. You got to put a black light on it. Invisible ink. Black light. Uh, it'll give you the code. There is a speakeasy, Doug. Do you like the fact that there's a speakeasy? <laughs> we got to know a password? Yeah. What does that even mean, speakeasy? <laughs> It's just a private bar. Is that what a speakeasy is? Yeah. yeah. Find yourself. It's a like the upstairs bar, Dukes. This is the underground oh, bar. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. Man, what's ja- Jackson's gonna look like? The ladies' man with all the ladies around him. I guess. The speakeasy. He even had his hair combed neatly today. Oh, really? He's, He's getting, getting ready? ready. Yeah. Which He's is prepping. a rare, rare deal. Prepping for it. He almost like fluffed it up. Yeah. I put Make it, it look like it has a little bit more density to some it. Some pomade. Oh, is that right? You got like a filler in there. Yeah. Yeah. I use. A, <laughs> everyone knows I use a lot of. Pomade and product. Mm. If I do it, it makes my hair look like a Lego piece. <laughs> mm. I can't put product in my hair. It sucks. Somebody's well, going to put Adam Sandler tickets in their pocket by winning right now. The designer heating and cooling email of the day. Okay, this is big. Adam Sandler tickets on the line for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. I've always thought if I could get my boyfriend Simon's dad to listen to the show, it would get those juices flowing and he would finally want to hook up with me. No matter how much I tried, I couldn't get him to listen. It would soon change over the holiday break. Simon's dad is a huge Sinbad fan. Mm. So he casually mentioned Sinbad was on the radio. Yeah, he's in the right place. Had been for the last 72 hours. His ears and pants instantly perked up. He was instantly hooked, and I'm happy to report he finally opened his hole to me. Oh. We listen to the show every morning, and Simon's wife makes us breakfast. Thanks to everyone on the dais for making this happen. I was starting to worry I would never get to get up in dad bite. Oh. Got to scoot that's from Doug's microphone uh, shadow. Doug's microphone shadow. It's awesome that our listeners are hooking up it, with their... It isn't. With their stepfathers? It's not that great. All right, guys. I'm not one to brag, but I think I need to show off my January performance so I can be considered as a contender for the TMA Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. All right. Let's talk emails. If you're reading this live on the air, then I will be one for nine in emails read right on the month. That's a one 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 percentage. Mm. Think of it in baseball terms and that I am in a one eleven hitter. But I've got a sick flow, an awesome uppercut. Not too bad, huh? How about texts? I've sent in 17 unique texts. Of those 17 texts, I've sent in a total of 171. Tim has said they come in hot and heavy, and let's face it, caller Drew's history lessons sucked. I got three red on the month. That's a batting average of 176. Now we're better than Paul DeYoung. Hmm. I also came to Iggy's defense on the fan page when that dork literally took over an hour of his time out to make a time-lapse video of when Iggy wasn't in his chair. 
And that add that to the fact that I was listening so hard all month. So incredibly hard, Doug. No. Please consider me. That's from Hey Phil. I don't know. You got my vote, buddy. Hey, oh, hey Phil. Phil, just a slap hitter. I want to use that tight shirt that KG is wearing. The nips so visible, I couldn't help but staring. Oh. If he smells like brisket, that's a sexy plus. His ah. mere presence there makes Iggy fuss. That's from KG's Visible Pit Stains. Mm, oh. KG's Visible Pit Stains. He's new. If Colton Pareko is being bumped down to the third defensive pairing, he might need the kind of pick-me-up that only a veiny and throbbing haiku can provide. In the cold light... Of the low winter sun, his hand grazes my thigh. Dong party, he asks. Mm. Dong party, I reply. Hashtag skate boy skate. That's from Kazmir Pulaski, commander okay. of the horse. I don't know if that's a haiku. Don't believe it is. Kazmir. 575? That's too many words for a haiku. That's syllable count. Hello, I heard about your show last week, and I am now listener of the month. <laughs> 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 Me? I'm smart, I'm attractive, and I'm a lesbian woman girl of the age 25. Doug, is that how oh. lesbians identify themselves? Yeah. A lesbian woman girl of the age 25. <laughs> I think so. Thanks, Jenny the lesbian. I'm seeing if she's getting a tell. With a passion for doing laundry in an incredibly sad community laundromat and leaving my number to attract copious pics of men's love. Mm. My plan was fooled this week when an older papa on an oxygen machine <laughs> called me from his jitterbug phone <laughs> to simultaneously lecture me about leaving my phone number in public places, warning me about some other creepy guys sniffing my gilded briefs and reassuring me that he wasn't like those other guys and also asking me out for a night of yellowtail and butter-basted cod on his three-by-three three concrete slab. Oh. What happened to the days of being picked up at a bar by a greasy busboy in his mid-30s and taken back to his nest in a public park for the sex? Those are the days. Kisses, that's from apartment. Uh, Melissa in apartment cell 3C. Mm. I like the double double noun. <laughs> Melissa, it's apartment like movie cell film. 3C. And finally, big W for the Strodecast yesterday. Hashtag still undefeated. I assume he took Plowsy's meteorological advice to make local weather forecasts more accurate by going out grinding and putting his ear to the pavement and licking things. Oh. <laughs> is there any doubt the Lister of the Month is that Jaguar, Jagrar, Jaguar guy who is one email of the day 80% of the time with half a dozen different names? <laughs> Apparently, he won't get Iggy's vote unless he sends in naked pictures of his wife, which, um, yeah, maybe Iggy needs to tag along with KG in O-Town during sexual harassment training, or perhaps we'll see KG in Iggy's chair full-time sooner rather than later. In the meantime, let's celebrate the halcyon days when Iggy was banging listeners' wives two at a time in Jamaica. <laughs> I know a lot about pie charts, and it's great. Hmm. How's Ken Strode? <laughs> we gonna bring that back? How about that whole... How about that whole... That whole deal? 50% of what Iggy says is true. 30% are quotes of a mis... mis, mis 30% are misquotes of himself. 6 to 15% are bits designed to convince people he was just kidding in order to avoid admitting he was wrong or lying. And the remainder of stories that are so bizarre they can't possibly be true, but also so insane they couldn't have just been made up from nothing either. Like the time Jenna Fisher's handler called up Iggy to see if he could get dinner reservations for her TV star client <laughs> in her hometown at the height of her fame. Happy New Year. It's my birthday in 350 days. That's mm. from Buck Swope. Nice little email from Buck Swope. Doug, that's what we have for our Design Air heating and cooling email today. Who are you sending to Adam Sandler on well, February 10th? Buck the Enterprise hard there at the end. But I, I think my favorite was Melissa in apartment cell 3C. <laughs> 
That's who I'll vote for. Melissa, apartment cell 3C. Uh, happy birthday to uh, Lori Dickerson from our sales staff. It's her birthday today. Anna Lacazio <laughs> from Cock Robin. It's her look birthday on today. Doug's face. And I'm going with Melissa. Oh, well, that means Melissa has won. Okay. Melissa has won right. uh, and is going to Adam Sandler. Wow, Buck Swope just can't break through. No, he's Probably tried. I voted for him a couple Jaguar, times. Jaguar, Jaguar, <laughs> Jaguar. Congratulations to Melissa in apartment cell 3C. You have won the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, and you are off to see Adam Sandler on February 10th at the Enterprise Center. Uh, let's see, I got sound stories coming up at 11.30 and 2.30, Plowhawk. Yes, sir. If I'm not mistaken. Got, uh, got a call with uh, Eddie McVeigh today. Uh, and now I got balloon party, Doug. And that is when it really starts cooking, especially when it's a wide berth Thursday. Right. That just means you don't have anything planned? That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, so that's coming up on 101 ESPN, so switch on over and enjoy the festivities. KG No Town, will we see you tomorrow? Or was today a one-day affair? Uh, I think it might have just been a one-day affair. I think I got what I needed. Oh, oh this guy's ready to go for uh, our Jamaica trip. Yeah. You feel confident you can do it? And you're about to sign your contract to uh, start up here? Is that the deal? You're about to go down the hallway? Yep, heading to HR. Wow. Trainings, the onboarding, get that fob. I'm going to have a fob. Oh, that'd be nice. Well, then it makes it official. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I might sit down on another P&G sales meeting. I'm not sure. Oh, my huh. God. It's a busy day. Man, thanks this for really guy. moving. Telling you. Uh, all right, there it is. There's the rundown. Uh, time for us to shut it down for the uh, Plowhawk, for KGNO Town, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Alvin Vaughn, and to McKernan. This has been Ryan Kelly, morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.